Hi, and welcome to another episode of Mums Figuring It Out. I'm Roxanne St. Clair, and I'm here with my partner in awesomeness, Miss Jo Alexis. Thank you, Roxanne, and welcome, everybody. If you've not tuned in to us before, welcome to this episode. And for all our um, subscribers, welcome back. And today is a day when Roxanne and I are going to have a lovely conversation. It's one where we've asked a question and we've each got our own answers and we don't know what the other person has written. So this could be interesting. So the question we asked ourselves today was, what does motherhood mean to you? So Roxanne, would you like to kick off? Thank you, Joe, for flipping the switch and sending it my way. And it's interesting with this one because it's one that we'd asked dads before on one of our Father's Day episodes. And we realised that we hadn't asked ourselves the same question. I've literally gone with five random things that popped into my head, no particular order. But one of the things for me about being a mum is the about being there and actually being present for my children and, less, and them knowing that I'm present for them. And how that works out for me is if they ever, as my children are now older, is when they need somebody to talk to, if they need to come and ask me questions, they know literally my door is always open and they can come and ask me about anything really. Uh, even if it's a challenging topic, I will go there with them. Sometimes I have to reflect on myself. Sometimes they make me reflect on myself, but it's good because it enables me to actually understand them better and sit understand their worldview because let's face it the world today is very different to when I was their age and things have changed quite dramatically even so much I always joke with them and tease them but even so much to the effect that children have rights nowadays and they know that they've got rights so we how we interact is different to say how I would have interacted with my elders so that's my first thing that I was going to say. It's really about being there for them and them knowing that I'm there. So, Joe, yeah. I have to pass that over to you. I, th- I think I just think I'll just comment on that, but I just think that is a really that's a really powerful one as well. And I think that you know the whole knowing that your door is open is so important for our children. And yeah, you know we get the same thing usually late at night. You know, they'll come in. That's when they want to have that conversation. Um, but yeah, it's being there for them. So yeah, 100% agree with you. Like you, I've just written the first few things that popped into my head. And um, one that I've written down is that it's a gift and that I'm grateful for it. And, um, you know, there's ups, there's downs, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to sugarcoat and say, oh, it's just this amazing, wonderful journey all the time, because it isn't because it's about human interaction at the end of the day and, you know, communication and relationship building. Um, But I am grateful, you know, when I I look back and, you know, the different ages and stages and that I've got to experience all those different ages and stages with my daughter. um, I just know that it's a gift and, you know, all that, all those challenging moments kind of get overridden when you kind of value that and be like, Oh, I'm actually really grateful that, 
I've been given this gift um, of being able to help navigate my child's life to a certain extent. Obviously, they then grow and um, navigate their own way. But yeah, I've been a part of that process. Oh, yes. You hit the nail on the head when you actually said it's a gift, because I think sometimes we do or we can look at parenthood and feel that we have ownership and think it's a right. And realistically, we're only really our children's guardians. We don't own them. So mm-hmm. you saying that being a parent is a gift and something that we should look on with appreciation and value it is really um, a good reminder for, mm-hmm. for all of us uh, because we we really should actually cherish that relationship with that other person because they they could go anywhere and there are you know let's face it we're fortunate that we have children there are people that would like to have children and for whatever reason haven't been given that opportunity so we shouldn't take it for granted and yeah thanks joe oh i like that one Ooh, it's quite humbling very humbling wow okay what's next on your list and it's interesting because i suppose it is linked to that but it's in a different way because I see my role as a nurturer and it's twofold so it's nurture obviously from the obvious standpoint in feeding and making sure that they've got what they need and even more importantly for me is nurturing their minds And one of my things as a mother that I've always wanted for my children is for them to be able to think for themselves and be thinkers. So sometimes, even though I've got my own answers and my own thoughts, I do like to, oh, I've instilled in them. I don't say now because I don't really have to do it now. But I instilled in my children this thing about being able to think for themselves, of understanding their own thought processes and maybe sometimes to their detriment they think too much now (laughs) (laughs) but it's using you know they've become men that use their minds they don't just go with the flow they don't just do stuff with no sense of reason or rhyme they often know why they're doing what they're doing and a lot of things are done by choice and sometimes to my detriment where I may want them to do something, but it's not their choice at that particular moment in time. So therefore they're not going to do it. And who am I to argue over that? So, mm. <laughs> so yeah, so that's one that for me has been quite important because it then also helps me to know that even if I'm not around, they're okay. Mm. Yes. Yes. Love that. Love that. And I love the word nurture. I think it just sums it all up. It, it's that, like you said, we're guiding them, you know, throughout life. Um, yeah, the word sums it up, I think, completely. Um, nurturing them is is part of that that role that we have. So my next one, again, I guess it's it's linked to your your nurture word really, was was about love. Um and because I think, and I remember when my daughter was born, like that, there's just a different, it's a different kind of love that I, I couldn't explain. It's like love can come in so many different ways. You know, the way we, you know, love our parents or our children or a romantic partner. Um, so it just brought a different kind of love 
into my life um that yeah just nurtured like I've nurtured and grown and again I think with all these things it's you know with each age and stage that changes and it grows and it develops um and so being able to grow and develop along with that as well guess what Joe? is that one of yours yes <laughs> snap <laughs> It wasn't the next one that I was going to mention, but it's it's the one after. But I'll I'll continue on from from what you've just said because you've hit the nail you know, squarely on the head with that in terms of it's a particular type of love and it's one that nothing else prepares you for. And I can still remember. I don't know if I should be letting the secret out actually for mums yet to be, but I can still remember that very first week when I had my first child there was a particular experience that occurred that I never heard about never knew about but it was that when we hear about that unconditional love it was a and I have to say it was a physical manifestation of that unconditional love I don't know where it came from it was like a whoosh and Mm -hmm. I at seven, you know, how many years later, I can still remember it quite vividly. I can still picture where I was sat. I can still picture him laying in his Moses basket at the time. And it was just something that was unexpected. And through having that, it's it shows the bond that we have. And when we, you know, they, they sometimes hear that okay, you could love somebody, but you don't, may not like them. I'm fortunate to say that I, I actually get to experience both because I do love have that love as a mother, but I actually like the people that they've become. Mm-hmm. And when you can marry the two and enjoy the two, and they also, but it's also about them feeling loved as well because we cannot, you know, pe- people brandish that word about a lot, that word love, I love you, I love you, I love you. If that other person doesn't feel your love, then what does what is that love that you're telling them that you love them? So I think for me, love is that unconditional love that we feel and we experience, and it's also knowing that they feel loved. Beautifully said. I can add no more to that. I think you you summarised that really well. Um, yeah, I think we're on to you next, aren't we? My, my my third one continued on from yours, but if you want me to do another one, I will. <laughs> okay, I'll go on to my next one. <laughs> so my next one, I've put growth. Um, and <laughs> oh, we've got another snap. Um, simply because I mean, kind of as I said before, that the it's just such a journey, a journey of self discovery as well as the journey of parenting because obviously you become a mum and you've got this whole journey ahead of you you've got all these ages and stages to go through with your children you don't know what to expect you know every child is different um you know a a manual can't be written for every single child and and how they're going to respond to different things so it's a constant learning journey in terms of um being a mum or a parent however I also feel that I've grown in different ways as well. So 
you know, my personally, I've grown and developed in different ways, become more self-aware of things. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's just been this journey that you kind of travel along together. And as your children get older and they, you know, you get to have these amazing conversations. I mean, I, I love having conversations with my daughter now because I just think we can have such great conversations and, you know, she gives me great insight as well as her, I give her and we can, you know, navigate things together and have some really good conversations. And I really love that. So I think it's, yeah, and that just, you know, will continue as we both get older, as we will. Um, and yeah, being able to to navigate that. So yeah, it's just a continuous journey of self-discovery and growth and learning. Yes. Everything you just said, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is true because it's 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 growth on both sides, isn't it? We grow because we have to grow to still be the you know, still be the guide for them, still show that we can be there for our children. And what I will add to what you've said is also about us seeing the potential in our children and not standing in their way, because sometimes we can be their biggest blockers. So we we grow in that we have to learn that our children are not us. We may have all these ambitions for them, but they are not us. So mm. I know for me personally, I've, you know, you have ideas that you don't be, you obviously want your children to be successful and so forth. But I've had to grow in myself to know that I can't make their choice for them in terms of where they achieve their success. As long as, obviously, as long as it's legitimate and they're not harming anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my two criteria too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, give them the space mm. to develop and explore what works for them. And, you know, I know myself that I started off in one career and then I've, I've branched into other things. So I've branched into coaching, but my background's in accounting. So, if I've had that space, I have to now reciprocate that and give them the space and the room to develop and decide who they are, who they want to be, and not block their potential to mm -hmm. blossom into the men that they're supposed to be. So, yeah, that's my, my 10 cents worth to add to that. No, I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, that bit about um, just allowing them who to be who they they're meant to be and yeah I think uh, yeah I've loved doing that with my daughter as well just like always been like the world's your oyster that's kind of my favorite saying um but just yeah having that open mind is so important which actually links um quite nicely to my next one which I've called the ripple effect Ooh. um which is you know that kind of knowing that I'm a role model um, and by being that role model, you know, what I do has an impact on her and what she does has an impact on the people around her as well. And so it's that kind of leading by example. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect. <laughs> I get things wrong. <laughs> I do things wrong. Um, but yeah, I think as I've grown older, I've just become more and more aware of that and, you know, like I just said, it's great saying to her, the world's your oyster, but I have to recognise that for myself as well. And, you know, our children don't 
necessarily always listen to what we say you know in terms of um you know they don't like advice always especially as they get older but it's being able to have those conversations which open doors open ideas um and you know letting them explore but also being aware that they're probably observing what I'm you know they're observing what we do as parents and so what example are we giving them and knowing as I said that that can have a ripple effect on them the people around us but also they're the next generation and they're going to have an impact on the people around them as well and then that that continues down so yeah you know it's that leadership role and that that's actually really important and sometimes I think we can that one can get missed a little bit um in all the kind of other things that we do as parents Joe all I can say is we spend too much time together (laughs) (laughs) guess what my last one was (laughs) role models slash support (laughs) so but again it's so true and these are things that us as parents and although we were saying okay what does motherhood mean to us but as parents we are their role models and I know I consciously made the decision when my children were young that I wanted to be their first point of reference because I wanted to influence you know how they behaved even down to you know right from wrong what their their thought processes their expectations I would prefer it to come from me than other sources that I didn't know what was underlying their beliefs and their actions. So when you say about role models, it's true. And you did say, you know, they don't always want to listen or hear what we're saying at particular times because they want their own space. But again, you said it, they look at everything we do. So if we think that they're not, we're fooling ourselves. And prime example is sometimes when my children talk to me about what I'm doing and stuff that I do. And they do actually make comparisons because um, my elders will turn around to me and say, oh, mum, I don't know how you do some of the things you do. And although I, you know, I like some of the stuff, I can't do as much as you, but Mm -hmm. he does his own things in his own right. And then some of the things that he does do now, I know I can just leave him to get on with things because he has his way of doing things. He's quite a planner and he's quite organised. So I can trust him to go and deliver on a project, shall we say, that he says he's going to do. I don't have to second guess. I don't have to ask because he's taken ownership. You said about leadership. He's taken ownership and he's just got on with it. Likewise, with my younger one, there's certain things and actions that he does because he's taken it as his responsibility. And, it, you know, that's a, the saying, it, we've, we've spoken about it before, that where you've got a level of control, you do the things that are within your control. And I see that played out in my younger one, is that he knows something needs doing. He will just take it on himself and decide, okay, I'll go do this or I'll get this done because it needs to be done. And it's because we've set the pace and the tone for them as to how you take responsibility, how you as a person respect yourself and therefore what do you want for yourself. And that for me, I says, I put it this way, it makes my life easier. I don't want to have to do everything all the time. And mm-hmm. if we can you know, lead by example and then give people the space and the confidence and the assurance that 
we're not second guessing them because we trust and believe in them and their capabilities. That for me means that I fulfilled my role as a mother and that's what motherhood means to me. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Amen to that. <laughs> uh, and my last one is fun and adventure. I, you know, when I look back, I think, and I think I've said it on previous episodes that I've, I really wanted my daughter to experience, you know, have a lot of experiences and experience the world as much as possible. And I mean, your own environment as well as, as you know, um, not necessarily just always traveling abroad, but going to theatre, she has an eclectic taste in music, um, but I'm quite an adventurous person. And again, it links back to the role modeling because I've seen where, you know, I'll do things, you know, I'm I'm quite happy kind of going out and doing things on my own. And she, she's the same. She will just go off and do things on her own as well. So, um, but it's also having that, like obviously when they're young, you do lots of, you know, go to the park and do lots of fun things with them. Um, but I've, you know, we've continued that as she's got older as well. So, you know, we'll still go on holiday together and have a good time. We'll take day trips out and and have time together. And I enjoy that. That's our connection time. Um, because, you know, as they get older, you know, everyone's got different things that they're doing. Sometimes our timings don't work the same and stuff. So we we consciously make that effort to go out and have fun, go out and have adventures, you know. Um, and I just think that's really important to keep that connection going. Um, you know, even when they're older, you know, we're still, doesn't matter what age they are, we're, we're still their mums. Um, so yeah, that's that's a huge part of parenting to me as well is, um, yeah, I like the fun and adventure. Fun is one of my, one of my values. So wherever I can, I can get that in is great. And it's, you know, it's one thing doing it with the family, but I think it's also just have a great having that one-on-one time with her as well. Yeah. Definitely. Well, we know not only is fun your core value, it's one of my core values and it's a mum's figuring it out core value. So <laughs> how can we not have fun uh, in, in our roles as mothers? And yeah, you hit it on the, the note. Even this week, I was, you know, the boys and I were home and there was stuff going on. And then the, the comment was, wow, you're really feeling the energy today, mum, aren't you? And we were, <laughs> you know, and to me, I was thinking, again, role model the language that they use is based on what they've heard from us. So yeah, I love that. So listeners, we'd love to hear from you. What does motherhood mean to you? And how do you express yourself as a mother and in your mothering role? And what do you think of the choices that we've shared with you? Do any of them resonate with you? Um, do you, you know, what's your your feedback on those also? We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at mumsfiguringitout at gmail.com. If you're on a platform where you can leave a comment or a review, then please do so because we love to hear from you because our aim is to always bring you value, to serve you in such a way that you know that we're in this together. So we want you and we invite you to join in the conversation with us. So until next time, take care. Goodbye. 